All right, now I'm recording. Now you can sing about your sweaty balls. Sweaty balls, that's what I have. <laughs> that's right, Jack, because I'm stuck inside. Did you go to the gym? Yeah. Or your your exercise thing? Or are you? No, are you- honestly, I, I'm I'm just I'm just just hanging out, just being me, baby. Just Wait, are me. you are you on quarantine too? No, um, I mean, I'm self-quarantining to the best of my ability, but I'm still required to go to work. So, ah, uh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, so I am strictly get up straight to my car to work, perform my job, back into the car, back home, and then maintain home life, um, and hopefully have enough uh, supplies and whatnot that I won't need to go out for a bit. I'm hoping probably at least another week, week and a half before I need to go. Probably, probably need to go get anything, probably mm-hmm. like to go get anything maybe a week. Um, but I figure give grocery stores a chance to replenish, give some people some last minute opportunity. I don't need to just be buying up everything. So so basically what you're saying is when WrestleMania comes around, I'm going to sit at the other end of your living room. <laughs> no, baby. Uh, what we're going to do, because I learned that WrestleMania is going to be performed in an empty arena, <laughs> a performance center, is... I'm going to invite people over who I'm willing to get in a, an apocalypse, uh, like, <laughs> like grip with, like yeah. I just y'all motherfuckers. I'm good. Just get, I'm good with going down with the ship. Like just, that's it. That's how, you know, that's, I, you know what? Actually, I don't even mind saying it out loud. If I don't invite you to my WrestleMania party and you're like, man, I'd really like to watch WrestleMania with Brandon and Jamie. And I'm like, Hey, so, Running out of supplies. Party's full. <laughs> Party's not full. I don't want to die with you. Party's not full. I don't want to die with you. Just gonna say it now. I got. I got no problem hiding it. I th- I've seen. I've seen clips of. Uh, I haven't watched any wrestling. Like I haven't watched WWE in ages. But I've seen clips of them like doing shows with no one in the audience. Like I saw the Steve Austin thing where he's like, "Can I get a hell yeah." I I need to watch that, but I'm super, honestly, like I'm excited for the idea. I, I don't, I haven't seen any of the pre or anything, but all I could think last night when I knew it was on is God damn it. I hope they have a full raw and it's just Austin is the only one in the audience sitting on hard camera side, just cracking beers. And anytime somebody makes a joke, you hear that Austin laugh just way off with a bit in the background. <laughs> I just because god damn it I want that I just oh, I want an entire it's it's 316 it's Austin's show literally what they mean is is we're going to perform a raw for stone cold he can <laughs> chant whatever he wants he can yell at whoever he wants god I I want it's going to be so disappointing to look that up now and find out that it's not that because I want that. That's not that. No, I know. I know. I wanted that so bad. Like for him to come out, caught a promo, literally to just hard camera, just talking, not interacting with anybody. Then him hop the barricade, yell, Garcon, and then have some guy walk out with a cooler and just bring him beers and him just popping beers. Just, no. Not bathing in it. You don't want to be wet for three hours, but genuinely just <laughs> hanging out, just slowly getting drunk, right? And then him Man. decide who he wants. And here's how we decide how the show goes from this point forward. This is like reverse Bachelor. You, you, you do a good performance, win or loss. Stone Cold decides one of the two performers gets to hop the barricade. They add another chair and he hands you a oh, beer. Oh, nice. You just get an audience of just Austin's favorites. <laughs> And and the loser gets a stunner. <laughs> oh, everybody gets a stunner because everyone gets a stunner. At the end, right? Everyone yeah. comes in. He tells everybody, uh, "Let's crack a few Steve Weisers." Yada yada yada. Pops the thing, and then all of a sudden, just stunner after stunner. You just watch everybody <laughs> fucking. Yes, the, I want this. I I want Rusev to end because he sells a stunner like no one else. Like oh, oh my god. Oh. Anyway, it was so yeah. good. So. <laughs> Enough of that hot wrestling talk. Hot wrestling. Where, where everyone hot tuned out. Hot wrestling.
Uh, welcome everyone to the Fucking Do It podcast. We are part of the Hard Knock Media podcasting network. That's NOC as ner- as a nerds of color. So uh, you'll see the URL, visit it, check out all the other podcasts because you ain't got shit else to do except to listen to nerds geek out about <laughs> stuff. <laughs> you ain't working. I work from home all the time. And if you're not used to working from home all the time, you're going to get in maybe two or three days into it and then you're just going to be fucking off. So listen to us because at least it's educational. <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a sudden reality of everyone who works from home. Um, it, it's the truth. Like if, if you're not used to it, it takes a while to get used to. And if you don't have the self-discipline to like kick your own ass... It's tough. Yeah. It's so tough. Yeah, I get that. Like you need you need a space set aside for your work. And if you live in an apartment yeah. and you don't have the room, you're fucked. Like, you know, what do you do? You yeah, turn your couch into that. an office or your room into an office? Or like for me it's different because um I'm used to drawing anywhere anyway. But like, you know, there there are people that need that space, that physical space that's just isolated from everyone else. And if you don't have a house, Jamie Noguchi, I, I have an idea. I don't know what you had planned for this, but I, I'd like to ask a couple of quick questions. Cause I realize that I've seen a lot of people talking about working from home and what have you. And I've seen a lot of memes and what have you of, you know, artists and illustrators and what have you yeah. basically maniacally laughing at everybody being like, Oh, I'm so bored. I'm so sad working at home. And all of you guys are like, sucker yeah i realize though that i think there are some genuine practical tips not like talk to people communicate with others don't feel isolated i mean yeah, like yeah. genuine shit as to how to set up your workspace because with this many people working at home things like okay so you were talking about genuine like you need a space that is work like yes. are we talking like almost to the point where you need to like tape off a section of the floor, like an 80s sitcom and just be like, this is the work <laughs> this zone. This is the work area. This is where work happens. Yeah. Like, it, I, right. You, it can't be the same setup that you're playing video games at. No, no, no. You need, you need a s- setup that's specific for getting shit done. And if you're not always in okay. get shit done mode, you need a physical space. If you don't have the space for a room set aside, like maybe a desk or something. And then, you know, actually you might need to tape it off, but there's like when, when you're sitting in this chair, when you're sitting in this space, it's game time. And when you need a break, yeah. remove yourself from that space. Cause that, that helps you get into that mindset. Also, um, put on clothes, <laughs> It, it, it's 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 a yeah. it's it's a weird thing to say, uh, especially uh, from me because I I don't do this. I just get up and and I go because I have unhealthy work habits. But if you're a regular person, um, putting on putting on real clothes like you would go to to work. If if you do your makeup or stuff like that, maybe you don't need to do that much. But at least put on real pants. Put on a real shirt go to your real yeah. space and then, you know, at least you can get yourself into that mindset. Um, yeah. Cause you know, you'll, what you wear informs how you work just as much as like where you work. So. Yeah, I gotcha. So it's, it's almost a microcosm version of dressing for the job you want. If yeah. you show up to work in your PJs, we can tell exactly how much effort you're putting into your job. In yeah. most cases, I'm sure somebody going to be like, fuck you. I stand in my PJs all the time. I work really hard. Good yeah. for you. I, I do that. <laughs> for, for all of the noobs out there, like they're, they're going to need that, that kind of mental hurdles. So you're saying, okay, so set your alarm for same time, right? Cause you need to stay in a rhythm. Close to, um, a lot of people have to adjust their, their commute time. So either start work earlier because you don't have to worry about the commute or start work the same and, and maybe take your time getting ready for work. But like whatever your schedule is, stick to it. Gotcha. Okay. So spend a little time. So, and here's my thought, like if you're, if you're commuting in every morning, right? Let's assume that maybe you're one of those people who eats breakfast in the car on the way, what have you, listen to a podcast, listen to the radio. I'm saying get up, 
regular-ish time, put on real clothes, keep some sort of semblance of your morning routine. You're used to listening to a podcast every morning, put your phone on and just listen to it. Make yourself breakfast. Don't sit at your workspace when you're eating and take some time for yourself as if you're commuting. You're getting yourself into that mindset of working. Yeah, yeah. I think I think so because um, eventually this will pass. And if you've, yeah. if you've fucked up your work habits, you're bringing that back with you to the office. Now, yeah. we, we might find out that a lot of jobs can be done remotely and telework is actually beneficial for people and companies, which I find is the truth because like the, the company that I do, a majority of my freelance work with now, half of our people are telecommuters. And it's because they live in different states and we're just as productive as if everyone's in the office at the same time. So like, I, I don't believe that for a second. I, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to, I'm going to be the guy here. I previous company that I used to work for, for was a wellness company. Okay. Mm-hmm. Basically the idea is they would schedule wellness events for large corporations. They had a staff of people that were designed to be account managers, basically people who, they didn't sell everything. They basically kind of helped plan the events, strip the whole process along, make sure that the clients had everything they needed. So this way, warehouse could, could fulfill everything and we could have the staff come out and actually perform the event. Mm-hmm. The account managers initially, when I got hired, it was a hub of activity. They had an entire department. There were like 25 desks. Everyone was communicating with each other. There was a lot of teamwork. There was a lot of understanding. There was a lot of training happening. And then you watched them start to work from home because they didn't need to physically be in the office to answer these emails. Oh, I see. And then I watched the productivity that they were putting out there plummet. And then when they were in the office, because there were so few of them, when they were in the office, they had no interest in working because all they wanted to do was socialize. (laughs) And then, because it's, you know, hey, I'm in the office this one day this week. We're going to hang out. Hey, you should make the one day you're, you're in the office a week my day so that we can hang out together. And then next right, you know, right, right. it's two hour lunches and it's like everything kind of falls apart because now it's hangout time for the work friends and you lose that, that real productivity there. Yeah. And then it begs the question of why aren't they able to keep the same, you know, we, we ended up starting to clean things down and hire more staff to cover because the workload was harder. The workload wasn't harder. Mm. I genuinely think without a genuine lack of supervision and some sort of driving force keeping them there, even if it's just each other in the office, keeping each other honest, this way you're all working. Mm -hmm. A large majority of the staff that I have worked with in previous jobs, their productivity actually tanked. Now, interesting. The company, the company can save money on offices, but in this case, the company had a lease on a building. They were paying the same amount of money for empty desks as they were for full desks. So my feeling is get everybody in the office and start sharing the information. And if you want to have people work three days in the office, like there, there has to be some sort of, you know, it, the company that you're talking about, you freelance with, if people are genuinely across the country, yeah, cool. I get that. Like I, I can't work with my cohort in Iowa, you know, at the same time, we have right. to create that, that bridge of communication. Right. But if I've got somebody who genuinely lives a half an hour from the office and I can't get a hold of them all day long because they're telecommuting <laughs> and genuinely they're just not answering their email. I have to ask <laughs> the question, why am I staring at your office chair? Yeah, that's true. I guess, I guess it, it depends on the person and depends on the work environment and it depends on the culture. So I, I definitely agree that in, in your instance, that is bad juju. <laughs> That's just, it sounds right. like, it sounds like a nightmare. The, the other thing though also is for the people who are forced to be in the office, it created a huge morale issue because Fridays were ghost towns and you literally had the lights set on the automatic timers and you're going to walk on that side of the building and all the lights are off. Oh shit. <laughs> And I don't know if you've ever walked through an office that's supposed to be really busy at 1.30 in the afternoon and all the lights are off because oh. there's no motion happening. That's fucked. And then you realize <laughs> there are two people actually working over there. They're just moving so little that they haven't tripped the motion sensors. Uh, yeah, no, YouTube doesn't work that way. Like, uh, you don't you don't need to do this for YouTube. I promise you. Like, just 
I, oh my god, so that's terrible. I, I have a I have a real love hate relationship with the idea of working from home. It I sounds... think it's absolutely necessary, especially in a situation like this. I think it can be really helpful for people who have issues with childcare and, oh, yeah. and uh, you know elderly parents and what have you. Like I I think it's an important thing to be able to instill, but at the same time. I do think there needs to be some time where you physically are told if you are able to be in the office two days a week, three days a week, you need to start communicating and getting to know your coworkers and spending time with them. Yeah. I mean, the difference of a long different distance relationship and in person, ain't nobody fucking over the phone. (laughs) Ain't nobody nobody fucking over the phone. (laughs) Like you can't. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can talk about it, you the real, real talk about it, but you can't actually do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think there has to be a balance. I think definitely meeting your coworkers and getting along and like building that infrastructure and that, and those relationships is very important. Um, and we do like every, every quarter, I think there's like a, a big all hands thing where like the people from out of state come in and we have like a big get together and we hang out and we get to know each other and stuff like that. Right. Um, so right. yeah, but I, I find that, um, if, if you're in a production environment, like, like for what, what I do, like animations and, and drawings and stuff like that and, and design work, I don't need to be there. Like I don't need to be in the physical space no. all the time. So no. I think for certain, certain functions, um, certain, certain jobs don't, you don't need to be face to face. Like it's actually better for me not to be near a client because I would say I, what I want. I would I, say, I, I, I would say that. I totally get that. Also, also, please understand, I'm super for 99% of the time we didn't need this meeting and email would suffice. I'm good with that. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Not, but like, not that we're not that we're familiar with. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But like, I think my, my issue is more of a, every place that I've worked at, and I've worked in a lot of different fields. Yeah. Has felt like a bit of a pirate ship when it comes down to it. You get your crew, you know who you can trust, you know who you got to watch, you know who you need to, to work around. Those are important life skills that you develop. And if you have to try and work around somebody using email, you actually lose those social skills of being able to communicate with someone you genuinely don't like in person, despite mm. whether or not they're your supervisor. Maybe they're just That's true. a coworker That's very true. and you need to learn how to actually communicate with them, especially when you have a conflict of interest. You're trying to do something. They're trying to do the exact opposite. And you don't want to necessarily get your boss involved because the last time you did that, it didn't end so well. So you need to have some sort of communication with them and just kind of go, Hey, I see we're at odds with each other about this. Can we talk this out and see if we can find somewhere in the middle yeah. of the land where we're both kind of meh about it and we know it's a fair deal? Mm-hmm. That's hard to do over email because you, you can shoot that email and what that person's going to do is go, fuck you at yeah. the monitor. And yeah. they can't do that if you're standing in front of them. That's true. Like, I, I think these sort of things are really important for developing these life skills. And I've seen it so often in the last couple of years, people lacking the physical capability of having in-person meetings or having uncomfortable conversations and they just don't want to follow through with it. And yeah. then they let it sit and not talk about it. And then it bothers the shit out of them. And then all of a sudden they're like, I, I, I used to talk to this person. I don't deal with them anymore. They're, they're too much. I worry that part of that is that you just didn't want to have a conversation. And instead of making yourself uncomfortable for a little while, you're now just throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Like it, mm. I know I sound like old man yells at cloud. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that to, to a point, but I worry sometimes that in, in different uh, markets and what have you, you lose the ability to have that in-person connection. And I feel like that's really important, especially when we're forced to be so, so distant. Yeah. You need to have that empathy and that feeling of like, Hey, I'm kind of only okay with this coworker, but right now, especially I need to spend the time to shoot them a message and just be like, Hey, so-and-so how are things going over there? Anything I can do to help you out with? How's the kids? How's whatever, like make a little extra effort. And if your response to that person 
before this happened was fuck that guy in particular. Boy, <laughs> howdy, does the distance not help anything. Yeah, that's true. Although I will say sometimes you got to cut people off. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. Cutting people are, are, are important. However, you usually don't have that ability at your job. That's true. And I think that's the whole thing that I'm really trying to get at is we're not talking about friendships or side projects or friends of friends or relate, you know, personal relationships. Yeah. We're talking about you two are getting paid to do a thing and the company is paying the both of you. And whether you want to work with this person or not, you have two options. Suck at the fuck. I'm going to learn to work with them or leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you're going to have to work that shit out. Yeah. I th- and if you I th- don't have that ability to kind of, you know, muscle up buttercup, I don't know what's going to happen. Like I worry you're going to get bowled over and you're going to lack that sort of skill. Like you gotta, yeah. it's like, it's like any other muscle. You got to work that thing to get better at it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I think, I think you have a really good point. Um, and I think, uh, I, th- I think, I think they have, I think there's studies on both sides of the equation where like, oh, we've found that like coworkers is better. And then we found that like not actually seeing people in the office is actually detrimental to the thing. So I think it depends on the the company and the culture. It depends on the job. And and, and believe me, I, I, because, you know, right now where I'm at, I have, and I have worked a lot of other blue collar jobs. Blue collar guys are very in person, but also are very grading. Yeah. So it's a, you, you got to gotta there, basically, you gotta get yeah, you got to take that hazing, right? Yeah. Like it, it's, it's like working with frat guys. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to take that hazing artists that I found are much more introverted. They work much better with emails and communications and yeah. a bit softer hand and what have you. And I get the people in most cases gravitate toward what they really want to do. But man, especially lately, have I found a lot of people are forced to take jobs that they don't necessarily want. You're getting a lot of introverted people thrown into other places and they're having a lot of trouble communicating. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, it's hard to change someone in your workspace who's been in that workspace or in that field for 25 years to tell them to start working differently. Mm -hmm. It's a baby step sort of thing. And yeah. if you're going to change their mind about it, because believe me, in most cases, you're right. They should be more understanding. They should be more open. They should be more empathetic. You're going to have to do that a millimeter at a time. Like it, it's, it's going to have to be, and it's going to have to start with you in a lot of ways. Like yeah. you're going to have to bring in a Snickers bar every morning and, and feed that beast quite literally and get them to be like, Oh, you're not so bad. And then <laughs> that'll start to eventually Kind of, you're gonna have to peel that onion yeah, back yeah. And get to that center. Well, and I think I think that's why a lot of people are freaking out about um, doing this work from home stuff because um, I, I was playing Destiny with a, a couple of our uh, some of the people that we met in, in San Diego uh, at Comic Con, yeah. and they all work in the gaming industry, and all of their studios are working from home. And I, some of the people we were playing with, they're like, "I'm I'm losing my fucking mind. I can't." you know, I'm used to having people to bounce ideas off of. I'm used to having that environment where like problem solving yeah. and I can't do that when yeah. I'm at home. Like, you know, a webcam is okay, but it's not the same thing as like having somebody in the cubicle next to me where I can, you know, hash out an idea or hash out a solution or that kind of thing. So I definitely feel like, yeah. you know, there, there are a lot of jobs where I don't think that telecommuting w- would work. So I think it's going to be interesting to see, like, I, I, I totally understand. Like my initial response is to make fun of everybody because I'm a heartless son of a bitch. And I'm like, well, I've been working <laughs> from home for, you know, umpty squat years. You should be able to do, I spent 48 right. hours drawing a comic. What the fuck is wrong with you? But at the same time, like if you're used to an environment where your work depends on other people, yeah, this is not the same. This is not the same. Like this is not the same no. thing in, in any way, shape or form. Yeah. I, I, I think also the other thing, and I'm going to reinforce this over and over and over again and hear me say it. And I know you're going to roll your eyes at the first time and I'm going to say it twice. I don't care what the scenario is. I don't care what the industry is. I don't care what your relationship is with your coworkers, the ones you like, the ones you don't like. You have to every single time make the effort to make the connection. Yeah. Because the only person that you're able to 
basically manage right now in real time is you. And because everyone else is distracted like crazy on top of regular work stresses, you're going to have to make a serious effort to reach out, to ask, to follow up with, to check in on. If you need to set a schedule of just shooting them an email, a text message, an Insta chat or whatever it is, however you end up communicating your business, just start communicating with people yeah. and really make an effort for it. And people are going to blow you off and you have to just keep going, especially coworkers mm-hmm. just because eventually you'll, you'll break them down and either they'll go, Hey, this is a little distracting. <laughs> I'm good. I'll let you know if I need anything. And you go, yeah. okay, cool. We're just far apart. I wanted to make sure you knew I was there. Most people will be like, okay, cool. And even if they roll their eyes at their screen at you making that effort, they can't be like, well, Brandon's an asshole and doesn't talk to me at all. So yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. Brandon. Yeah. Like yeah. I I'd rather be over involved in this case, especially than under involved. Yeah. Now I think one very important thing that takes a lot of discipline is setting proper work hours. Because when you're remote, yeah. this is always on. This is always on. This is always on. This is always on. And it's, and it's difficult to, to not always be working. And that's something I have a, I have a big problem with because my hours are really weird because especially if you have a kid and you have to deal with them at home right now, unless your kid is older and you can sequester them and, and they can do, they can fuck off on their own. You need to be there. So my work hours yeah. begin at like 8 p.m. till whenever I can go to sleep or how, how much I can stay awake. So, right. so if, if, you, if you don't have a kid and you're working normal hours, keep those normal hours. Like if, if, if shutdown time is four for you on a normal day, shutdown time for you is the same time. Don't get in the habit of you know, checking your work email at like 8 p.m. and answering stuff. If, if you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're home with the kid, let everyone know that your, your hours are going to need to shift because you're going to need to be with your kid. So like when you're, when you're with your kid, you're that's kid time. And then when yeah. it's work time, it's work time. And if that needs to shift, that needs to shift, but that takes a lot of discipline. It's something I'm terrible at. Um, it also takes a lot of understanding from your, your work. Very true. Because very your true. job has to be very okay with that too. So again, it doubles yeah. back to the communicating, having that good relationship, not being afraid to ask for these things. Mm-hmm. And also, and here's going to be a really difficult one for a lot of people. If you have an issue where you need to deal with your kid all day long and your work's like, yeah, but your work hours, your work hours, this is when we're open. This is when everyone else is working. You have to figure out a way to manage that. Yeah. That is not on your employer. Yeah. And I know that's going to be really frustrating, but you got to figure out a way to do it. If it's call a friend and have a friend come over and have them keep an eye on the kid. If it's, you know, uh, two people get together, you start trading off, like you got to figure out a way to do it. I understand that we're self quarantining, but there's a certain point where your livelihood, at some point, this is going to pass and your livelihood can't stop. Yeah. Because for the next few weeks, you're having serious telecommute issues. You got to try and overcome this to the best of your ability. Yeah, you it won't always money. be possible. Yeah. But, and maybe it's say you work for a few hours because you get the kids sitting down in front of the TV and then for the afternoon you fuck off and then you pick back up, but only work the amount of hours you usually work at the very least. Like, <laughs> yeah, try and, I, try and set reasonable schedule for yourself. I, I recommend um, hooking your kid up with like a podcast, like a stories podcast. And there are a whole bunch of them out there because the, don't get them used to the TV. I mean, they're going to be in college and they're going to have TV. So they'll be able to catch up on all, all the shows that they missed out when they were kids, like Teletubbies and stuff. I never watched Teletubbies. Or, or like SpongeBob, <laughs> your kid can go back and watch the SpongeBob. Wow, God! 
What a terrifying thought. You show up in your dorm first day, go to meet your roommate, your roommate's all settled in everything. (laughs) Hey, I know you're still moving in and everything else like that. I'm going to throw some noise canceling headphones on and catch up on some old school TV. And they (laughs) flip it on. All of a sudden, that baby's a son. (laughs) And here come the Teletubbies. And you're looking around going, I swear to God, I have a knife somewhere in this stuff because it's going to go under my pillow. That's where it's going to live. Yeah. But, but give, give your kid a craft or give your kid a workbook or give your kid, give, give your kid something other than TV. Cause I fucking art. Yeah. Let's yeah. get into the, yeah. now is the time to yeah. break out those yeah. pads of paper. You know, all those legal pads you stole from work forever. These. <laughs> yeah. Now's the time to sacrifice some of them to the office God and yeah. hand your kid a pencil and tell them to start drawing. Like, also, give junk, them a prompt. Yeah. Junk mail makes great paper airplanes. There you go. Because it's, it's like a heavier stock, so it holds a yeah, fold yeah, really nicely. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, if you need your kid to fuck off in a corner, give them something to do. The TV, you, you're going to watch TV. Granted, but yeah. watch yeah. it with them, you know, just keep an eye, like, I don't know, keep your kid's mind active because that's what school is for. It's not necessarily to learn shit. It's to, to train their brains to how to learn. So doing yeah. a craft and drawing a thing or like folding a thing, that's going to help. And it's going to fuck with your work schedule because everyone's trying to figure this shit out. And like, I got nothing done yesterday. Um, and it was the first day of the quarantine and I was trying to learn how to, <laughs> that's the other thing. You have to learn how to teach your kid cause like they're teachers. So you have to learn how to do all that stuff. Um, yeah, right. Um, but I, I got nothing done yesterday and, uh, but like I refused to give into TV. <laughs> I was just like, we can't, we can't let him <laughs> get that. Like frozen two is out now. And yeah. Of course she's going to want to see that. And like the Tokusatsu yeah, channel is up now. And of course I want to watch that, but like we have to, <laughs> we, we have to use our brains now. <laughs> and you know, yeah. that's going to fall apart by Thursday, but fuck it. <laughs> Make the, effort. yeah, I, I appreciate, I, you know what? Also, I appreciate that's another solid lesson. Learn when, okay, that'll do is okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. This this goes back to a bigger theme that I keep telling every artist friend that I that I have. Perfect is the enemy of done. Oh yeah. For sure. For sure. What do you need the kid to do? I need them to fuck off so that I can keep getting paid. <laughs> yeah. What do you want them to do? I want them to start educating themselves and be on the Smithsonian's website learning doing a virtual tour. What are they doing? They're watching SpongeBob and slapping each other, but kind of gently. Yeah. Fine. Just yeah. Sit there, try yeah. not to escalate the violence for a while. It, perfect is the enemy of done. I focus on the goal at hand. Yeah, yeah. What's the real goal? Are they eating? Are they shitting? Are they kind of sleeping? You're good. Yep. <laughs> You're yep. good. Yeah. Yeah. Kids are malleable. They'll bounce. It's is fun. your kid alive? Yeah. I, I honestly feel like they're not going back to school. Like there's, um, there's been you know, all, all this, all this new information about like, you know, it's going to be like eight weeks. Uh, it's going to be August. It's going to be whenever I, the school year's done and I'm going to pretend it's not, but I, it's fucking done. Like, no, they're going to go to school through the summer and that'll oh, be the way it is. Oh, I see what you're saying. So they're just going to like no more yeah. summer vacation. They're just going to go through school. What, how many weeks do you need off? I, I don't know. I don't know. This is, this is Hazel's first year in elementary school. So, um, I don't know what the, I don't know what the normal schedule is. I don't know either. All I'm saying is, is like, uh, yeah, something, something's got to give. I I don't have kids. I can't chime in on that in all fairness. (laughs) All I can say is Jamie Noguchi, have you bought your daughter a gigantic trampoline? No. No. Like one of the ones with the sides? Our our backdoor neighbors have one. I, all I'm saying is <laughs> recess is going to be cool and you need to be able to keep them busy and a yard can only get you but so far unless you're really good at teaching earth science. So it's time to teach them physics Brand- and Brandon. gym class 
all at the same time. Brandon, we have swords. Okay. We we, we spent today whacking swords for for PE. <laughs> like she, <laughs> she has. Uh, we have. Uh, uh, so they they call them kendo sticks um, in wrestling. They're called yeah. shinai. So we have the nice ones with like the leather uh, leather covering. So we got two full size ones and we got two short short size ones. So we had her running between me and Audrey, just whacking the sticks. Like run, whack them, run, whack them, run, whack them. And then we had her with the the full size one, just practicing her cuts and stuff. So we're yeah, 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 yeah. I think we're good. <laughs> we're covered with, <laughs> with activity. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, solving the problem with violence. Yeah. Hell yeah. And then, um, uh, take a, take a lunch break, take a proper lunch break. I know. Yeah. I know you don't do that when you're in the office. I know you take your mayonnaise sandwich and you sit back at your desk and you, and you keep answering emails, but you're at hey, home. <laughs> that's a white comment. And I <laughs> absolutely own that, <laughs> but take a, take a break, take a lunch break. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like even a half hour away from your workspace, sitting down, yeah. like looking at the sky. Step, step away. Yeah. And uh, the, the lunch break is so, so necessary because lunch is such a wonderful time of the day. You can just, <laughs> you can eat bento box, you can eat ramen, you can make yourself like a nice steak. Cause you're going to run out of shit to cook and you're going to get lazy. So just get that steak and make yourself a steak. Steak is easy. It takes like six minutes. Bam. Nice burger. Like lunch is great. Lunch is, <laughs> lunch is the best part yeah, of the day. I, you know what? Actually, uh, highly recommended crock pot. Oh, because if you hit that crock pot, you know how we were talking about Jamie in the beginning, your commute and everything else like that. Yeah. Chime time crock pot 30 that's when you start a cooking and you start just combining things you keep turn on the traffic and weather together local on the eights we're, we're good it's a it's yeah yeah we're doing a power rock block next 15 minutes five metallica songs how's that work who the fuck knows i know we're playing them at double speed it's all good but <laughs> right now what i'm doing is i'm making crock pot chili while all this is happening oh yeah you put that lid and you lock them sides down. Oh yeah. Leave that bitch in the kitchen. You let it simmer. Oh. You let it simmer. Oh. Don't touch it. Don't move it. Don't stir it. Let it simmer. Because all those inherent fears that you had about turning that crock pot on and then leaving for work, knowing that sometime along the way when you get home, that pot roast is going to be there. Like, is it a ticking time bomb? Is it a great way to make a long-term meal? Who knows? But, <laughs> you'll be there. Right. You'll be there. Right. You'll be there. You'll be there now. Right. You'll so be there. Now is the time to make those crock pot meals. And when lunchtime comes around, oh, fuck. Pop those sides. Mm. Open that bad boy up and smell you just it. let it waft. Just smell it. Just get a chilly facial. Just <laughs> letting it all in. So there are, there are and then two you decide what the delivery system is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nice bowl of rice. Cause you can cook rice. You can have an actual bowl of rice for lunch. You, with can, your you lunch. can have a bowl of rice. You can make hot dogs. You, you can, can be dogs. a total glutton and make chili dogs. You can like, fucking I, grill. You can, you can grill for lunch. You, you can, can fucking grill. grill for lunch. Yes, you can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what you can do is you can get up, you can walk. It's a nice day out there, yeah. at least in, in, in our local area near Maryland. So fuck it. Now's the time. Bust out. Go, hey, lunch is in 25 minutes. Fire up them charcoals. Yeah. Get those last minute emails. Get yourself ready. Because guess what? It's grill time. You having brats for lunch. Yep. Brats yeah. for lunch. There, yep. th there, there are two easy crockpot recipes that I can tell you of right now. First is a chicken recipe. You get, you get a chicken thigh and you put it in the crockpot and you put in some herbs and you put in some tomatoes and then you just let it sit there. You don't need to put any liquid or anything like that. Throughout the day, the juices will form this nice little broth and the, and the skin will get nice and crispy so that at the end of the day, when it's time for dinner, we'll have a nice crispy, skin chicken that, that will falls off the bone falls off the bone okay right on i can get behind that other other recipe lamb shoulder 
It Damn, is it you is, just went hard. It is cheap as shit. No, it's like this. It's this like cheap ass. It's gristly. It's a it's a lamb cut. I I think it's lamb shoulder or something like that. But there's like okay. There's a shit cut a lamb that I get. That's like five bucks for like you know a half a pound or whatever. It's a shit cut. Same thing. <laughs> you stick it in the crock pot. Don't worry about like any juices or anything. Like some thyme, some oregano. Let it sit. As it cooks throughout the day, that fat renders and becomes this nice little thing. And then you have meat that's just tender, fork tender, just falls apart. It's so good. It's so good. So any shit cut of meat that is gristly and gross, stick it in the crock pot and just let the heat do its job. And you're good to go. You're good to go. Uh, Yeah. Pro tip. Um, so I know a lot of you are sitting at home and you're going, well, I bought all this pasta. I got all this jarred pasta sauce. I need to know what to do with it. Crock pot. Mm. Crock pot is a great equalizer for a jarred pasta sauce. Pour that bad boy in, make a big batch of it. Crack two, three jars of it. Get it in there. Turn that heat on and let that shit cook down. And if you have the opportunity, well, you just let it cook down. A little salt and pepper, it'll get a little better. If you've got an Italian seasoning mix, get the crappy store one. It's just fine. Pour like half of that container in there. (laughs) You can use jarred garlic. Because right now, all you're doing, you're doctoring crap sauce. So anything gets better. Pour that in there. Take take a couple heaping tablespoons and just huck them in there. Mm. Stir it around. Let Mm. it sit. That sauce is going to get from a light red, just a little darker, a little darker, a little darker. And I'm talking five hours, yeah. six hours. Yeah. Let it sit. And you'll be there and so then, you don't have to worry about your kitchen exploding. Right. <laughs> right. And all it is is pasta sauce. I'm not saying put anything else in there. Now, if you want to add meat or what have you, the last hour of cooking, that's when you add your meat, not before, last hour. Yeah. But otherwise... You make your pasta to order. You know what I mean? You don't make too much. You don't need to crack nine boxes of pasta and start feeding a family of 15. You're mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. You make one box. You and whoever else, you make whatever the reasonable portion is. Cook that up. Ladle the sauce on there. And then when you're done, you break the sauce into reasonable containers. Put that shit in the freezer. It'll reheat just fine. Oh, It'll yeah. keep in the regular fridge easily three weeks. Without question, stir it around, a little bit of heat, reheat in the microwave nice and slow, and it is still just as good, and it'll, it will absolutely transform crap uh, jar stuff and box pasta. It's true. Like there's no tomorrow. It's like, true. Genuinely good stuff. It's true. And if, you, and if you put some nice meatballs in that, oh, you're bitch, set. Yes. You're set. Yes. You're yeah. set. Yep. You're good to go. Yep. You're good to go. Like yep. all your comfort yep. food recipes, break them out. Break them out. Cook for 10 oh, people because you're going to be home for a fact. while. <laughs> for all of you meat eaters out there that are having trouble finding regular proteins and everything else like that, the Morning Star Farms chicken patties, chick patties, they're breaded. You can heat them up in the microwave. They taste perfectly fine. You can't tell the difference. Use that same pasta sauce. Spoonful on top. Oh. Layer of cheese, throw it in the toaster oven. Microwave first to soften. Toaster oven to, to darken that cheese. Side of pasta with the sauce. You made yourself a poor man's chicken parm. You're welcome. Mm. All the protein. Oh. And there's a better than average chance that that, that that stuff is all sitting there. All the Morningstar Farm stuff is rather tasty. And when you cover it with a good pasta sauce, no one can tell the difference. A <laughs> little bit of red sauce, a little bit of gravy, and cheese. The great equalizer to everything. So good. Oh, shit. You know what? I want to... <laughs> I love how it always comes down to food with you and I. We it started does. one it end does. and just immediately just like, God damn it. Look, you hungry. need to eat during the apocalypse. So fuck it. <laughs> yeah. You got to keep your strength up. Start yeah. doing air squats. Start doing some push-ups. <laughs> I don't know when this thing's gonna start making a turn. Yeah, I yeah. Who fuck? Who the fuck knows, man? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I I think uh, also getting outside because um, you can go yeah. for walks. You can go for walks, and that's gonna help your sanity because you need that vitamin D. You need the sun. You need to yeah, and you need to air out because it's musty in there. So like, 
Just, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, a big, big, big stretches. You gotta, you gotta air it out. Just yeah. gotta walk around. <laughs> See, and and it helps to remember that the outside world is there. Because if you're cooped up inside and you're streaming the news twenty four seven, you're gonna want to jump out the window anyway. So turn all that shit oh. out. Go outside and like take some photos. That's Meet- th- that's a super big one. You're yeah. at work. Turn the goddamn news off. Yeah. 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 Turn off the news podcasts. Like, I'm sorry, for right now, it's important to catch up. Like, if you're, if you're catching up on the news for the day, you're checking your trusted websites, you're listening to the one podcast you always listen, always listen to, that's fine. Don't leave cable news on all day long. Your no, 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 morale no, 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 is going to just tank. Yeah, yeah. You'll find yourself, yeah, you're, you're going to start feeling like you're in the shitter and you're not going to be able to pull back on that stick and get out of there. Yeah. So and genuinely, like news in moderation, like everything. For sure. Moderation. For sure. And don't ignore it because shit is serious. No. But no, it is. It, it very much is. And, and be informed, but take a break when you're working because when you're working, you need to be in your work mindset. And that's, you know, yeah. that's, that's why you have the separate space. That's why you have... That's why you've put on real yep. clothes. Um, don't put on gym clothes because then your body think it's going to the gym. <laughs> Spoil patrol. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, go outside, take some photos. Actually, me and Hazel have been walking around the neighborhood with our cameras just trying to find photos of critters or just random shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll make it. We'll make it. We'll make through this. And uh, yeah. Ever, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll do something. We gotta, we gotta, Yeah, we have to, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I, you know what, Jamie, I, I think, I think that's good. I think some, some helpful tips here. Um, I remind everybody like always, Jamie and I are here as, as resources yeah. for you as friends, as you know, if you're spending the time to listen to us bitching and playing, there's about an average chance we actually physically know you. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're having true. a rough spot just need some human contact, whatever it is, we're on. Like, hit us up. And I will not make fun of you if you're having trouble working from home because this is is not normal. You did not choose to work from home. You did not choose to go and telecommute. You did not choose to be home with your kid and trying to teach them whatever lessons they were supposed to learn for that day. You didn't choose any of this stuff. So like, be nice to each other out there. Jokes are fun and I will bust your balls a little bit, but like, you know, it's, yeah, it, that's not helpful. Yeah. And uh, as a helpful reminder, I am one of the people who has to <clears throat> physically go into work. People who are working from home right now are not the enemy. Yeah. Yeah. So just remember that too. <laughs> We're all having to deal with this the hard way. Yeah. And I know right now, especially be incredibly kind to, Delivery people, people who are working carry out, people who are working grocery stores or retail stores that are still open. These are people that you usually take advantage of. They mm-hmm. usually, you know, they, they tend to per capita get looked down upon. They're your safety net right now. Be kind to those people. They're having a world's rougher day than you are. For in sure. a lot of cases. For so sure. genuinely, you find yourself somewhere, you're interacting with any of them, be kind. And if you hear somebody else being a shit to them, Try and diffuse the situation if you can, but at the very least, if somebody chews out a worker, you know, you're at a grocery store and somebody chews out somebody for not having something, walk up behind and just go, hey, I appreciate you. Thank you for working so hard during this trying time. Yeah. That little bit of kindness is going to go a long way because for every, if, if every time they got yelled at by some asshole, someone else walked up behind them and went, hey, that was fucked up. You're good. So yeah. thanks for being awesome. Yeah. I really appreciate you. Man, is it going to make everybody's day just a little bit better? Yeah, the service industry is getting fucked and uh, yeah. it's not even started. So, you know. Yep. I yep. went, uh, let's see, what was it? Friday or Saturday or Thursday? I don't know. Last week I went to my favorite Chinese restaurant for lunch. And because uh, I heard rumors of people like other Chinese restaurants having a tough time. So I was like, well, I love this place. I want it to be open. So I'm going to support. Plus I was fucking hungry. So, (laughs) um, yeah, I went there. It was a decent crowd. It wasn't as big as it normally is, but it was decent and there were enough people. And I 
I went to pay with my credit card and they said, oh, sorry, we're, we're taking cash only because it's been really rough. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then I looked around. Everyone in there was Chinese. Everyone who picked up food was Chinese. There were no, yeah. there were no like non-Asian people in there. And I was like, yeah. first of all, this is fucked. Second of all, y'all bitches are missing out on amazing food. Third of all, ain't nothing living in twice cooked pork. That shit is I, dead. <laughs> it's, I, dead. Yeah, it's dead. No. It's dead. It's dead. Yeah, we experienced a bit of this over the weekend. We decided that um, once we found out kind of, you know, once we realized what was kind of going on, it was like, hey, let's let's get carry out. And immediately it was uh, my girlfriend. We're up in Eldersburg, like mm-hmm. the, the boonies. Girlfriend goes to her favorite sushi joint. Her roommate and I, we hit up the local Chinese uh, restaurant, get carry out. Everyone there, super kind, both restaurants. Deader than dead. Fuck. All the staff there, super kind, really appreciative. Please support Asian businesses right now, especially if you're in a more rural part of the country. Um, There's a lot of negative information coming out there. There's a lot of racism happening, and you got to support them. Also, fucking H Mart. If you're looking for food and you are within spitting distance of an H Mart, for the love of God, go. Go to an Asian market. They got Everything me too. Everything is going to be perfectly great. And yeah, you, you probably won't have to deal with the same assholes that you will everywhere else and yeah. just support local business. Yeah. They're like everybody else. And honestly, who cares where you get your food from so long as you're eating and the place is clean? Like, yeah, for sure. So go, go support those places our, if you have our- the ability, if you got one around. Our H Mart was busy as fuck. It was all Asian people. <laughs> you, well, yeah, yeah, you live in a more predominantly Asian part of town. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Um, but yeah, you know, if if you order food, if you go anywhere, if you go to the grocery store, just just you know, be a little bit nicer than you normally would. Because yeah. um, goddamn, no one knows what's going on, and the service industry is there to help you. You know, yeah, and and yeah. they're getting they're getting shit on. They can't they can't get minimum wage. They they like they can't get health care. They can't get sick leave. Like what the fuck yeah. can they get? So like, it's not yeah, fair. Cut everybody a break. Yeah, but. yeah. All right, Jamie. I think we should wrap this up. But uh, yeah, genuinely, everybody, be kind to each other. Now is a really really rough time. So um, yeah, just genuinely try and be excellent to each other yeah. if you can. Brandon Chalmers, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at that guy Chalmers. Where can they find you, Jamie motherfucking Noguchi? Uh, on Instagram, Jamie Noguchi. Uh, on the Twitter, Angry Zen Master. And uh, wherever you find this podcast. So there you go. Yeah. Boo. Boo.